G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, take two, part two, Mark Sheen, Koch and Soda, how are we boys? Mark. Which Mark? Sheen. <laughs> I'm good, Dio, thanks mate. Mark, how are you? Yes, I'm, I'm very well too, a bit cold, but apart from that, fighting fit. Regular host Pistol Pete's turned 27 today, so I've given him the day off to... Uh, get up to whatever sort of uh, interesting stuff he's going to get up to. Uh, we're going to preview the quaddy legs from Randwick, where the rail's out six metres and the track's currently a heavy eight on my punting form browser. Mark, Sheen, what's the weather been like in the in Australia's most covetable state, city, currently? Yeah, well, things are really hotting up here. But anyway, uh, we've got a beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky yesterday. was um, a little bit overcast, but uh, certainly no rain. So we should have an improving track uh, with today's conditions. Pretty mild day as well. So hopefully on the improve. Yeah, it should. I imagine underfoot it'll be similar to what it was two weeks ago in the sort of seven range, I, I suppose. Um, six metre rail, even if it is soft, can be a bit inside rather than swooping. Um, and on pace, you know, with the rail out that far, that's just pretty standard what you'd expect. But hopefully, nothing too terrifying, not like Kembla last day or anything like that. But um, yeah, looking for on pace to get inside. Did Kembla even out yesterday? A, a, a bit, but it was still on pace and inside best, I'd say, until the last couple of races. Uh, they were getting off, they were getting off the fence in the straight yesterday, which they weren't really doing on last Saturday. That was that was a bizarre track last Saturday. And this time last year, it got very swampy, as we. Named it. Are we headed towards the swamp again? Um, I, no, I don't think it'll be. No, I, th- I think with the clear conditions, um, we should be okay. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be swampy like it was last year. Well, fingers crossed. Anyway, you never know here. That was sort of a bit later in the year, into, into all, July, August. Um, mm. I haven't looked up the stats, but I, I, I get the feeling there was a lot more rain last winter than there's been this winter so far. Just off off topic. The NBLs in Victoria have been an outstanding initiative by whoever does that down here. Queensland's just followed suit. How far away can they be in New South Wales? Well, there hasn't been any talk of it here, so um, uh, I think Pete's a bit more worried about the football at the moment than the pundits, so uh, I don't think it's on his uh, radar at the moment. But it is a joke that, um, you know, this the football. a couple of other states, even Queensland have adopted it, and... Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, they don't seem to be talking about it here. Yeah, they can't even get daylight saving in Queensland, and they've got going to have full NBLs for next week. So, uh, look, there's two ways to go with Volandis. There's two ways for him to look at it. Uh, one, it's it's anti-corporate bookmaker, so that should get him excited. But two, it's pro-punter, which he doesn't give a stuff about. So it's a dead set point. For yeah. Well, surely, surely he just follows suit, though. You'd think so. I think he'd be pressured too. Yeah. Anyway, let's kick on. So we're going to start with race six, 400 meter race. Koch and Soda, speed here. Uh, only fair. I thought Bandersnatch go forward. True Detective Fender probably pushing on from the outside as well, but it doesn't look breakneck. Rainier led in Brisbane over a mile last start, but I suspect takes a trail back to 1400. Um, and Oh, maybe Thorin close from barrier two, but I wouldn't say it'd be a fast pace. Do you agree, mate? Yeah, I couldn't see a lot of speed. I think Bandersnatch, True Detective's been on speed. Chief Ironside might press forward and Fender, strong and wide, they might have to sort of bite the bullet and, and roll forward an M3. It shouldn't be all that far away either. 
Um, yeah, it looks a pretty open race. Uh, look, I'm going with three Ood here. I thought um, uh, she ran well in Queensland on a dry track. She'd be much better suited with Sting out of the track here and much better suited going up to 1,400 metres. Uh, kept fresh also. Won a trial at uh, Warwick Farm recently. Uh, tick over trial with four weeks between runs. So I thought she represented a bit of value on a track that uh, should suit her. So three Ood for me. I thought Fender ran well in Brisbane the other day. Slight question mark at the 1400 though and might need luck from that barrier, but um, it could roll forward. Wonder Bar, well, she's been very consistent, drawn a bit awkwardly here with the gate and possibly no pace. So, look, she's got a chance again, but 1400 is probably as far as she wants to go as well. Yeah, I thought it was a dreadfully hard race, this one. I could make, well, make a, a positive and negative case for most of these. Um, I think all of them could win except maybe Sambro. I think they all have some sort of chance. Um, I don't know that I want to get involved. True Detective might be a decent place better at about three dollars because it'll be it'll map really well. I, um, against that, I wouldn't be surprised if it it dropped beaten if something was able to get past it. There's a tiny bit of value in my prices at the moment, but I don't think it's a screaming win bet. But very good sort of place chance. But as I said, I could make make a case for most of these. I'd, I mean, Wanderbar's crying out to win a race. I don't know if it's a 1,400-metre horse, even with a slow pace. They're all the best forms at 11 and 1,200. Uh, every time she's stepped up to 13, 1350, um, she's underperformed. Had excuses on some occasions, but, um, yeah, I don't know if 1,400 is what she's looking for. Um, yeah, probably going to pass on this one. Do you, are you guys giving a little bit of a, a tick to any horses coming from that firm Eagle Farm track? Often you'll see, like, well, I see... When they come from a different state off a good, firm track, they can really bounce off that. That next start in the new state's often a big performance. Yeah, well, I'm sort of looking at horses that, that like a bit of cut out of the track and thinking that Eagle Farm's, you know, a bit hard for some of these wet trackers. So that's why I thought 3 Ood ran quite well on a firm track and gets softer ground, which he's performed well on in the past. So, yeah, that's the reason I gave her a tick anyway. Beautiful. Race number seven is an 1,800-metre event. Unique trip, scary trip, or is it very, very common in Sydney, Martin? <laughs> uh, no, the, the 1,800, they do run a few of them, but it's a very short run to that first turn that uh, can be a big advantage to draw inside um, with a, a very brief run to the bend, especially with uh, the rail out. So... Inside draws can be an advantage. Otherwise, if you've got a lot of speed out, why you can cut across pretty quickly. Uh, Mark, what did you like, mate? Uh, look, I think I got Great House wrong first up. I thought 1500 was a shade short for him, and I actually he, he went up he went up pretty short that day, and I expected him to drift, and he did not. He was very very solid in the market, raced accordingly, and he he walked in second up last time. Um, I can't get away from him. And I think three dollars is a pretty good price. He, uh, from gate five, I expect him to be fairly handy with the trail, run off the fence maybe. That second up win last time was on soft ground. I just think he ticks a lot of boxes, ticks all the boxes really, and um, I have to be on him. Um, opacity, very good with a very light weight last start. He was also quite solid in the market considering he hadn't really shown much in his two runs before that this prep, but he's obviously back to his best and is probably the danger. And then I've sort of got the rest of them in a bit of a bunch headed by Mooberries. But I'm I'm pretty keen on Great House. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, he ran a great section to win um, first up at Rose Hill, even though he railed all the way, which has been a big advantage at Rose Hill lately. Um, 
he still had to run a very fast split to win, and uh, he was very good second up last time. And he's parading a bit better this preparation as well compared to last time in where he went to pieces when he won at Rose Hill and was a little bit better at his next one at Randwick, but uh, he certainly looked a lot better. Um, looked like he's adapted to the conditions probably a little bit better than last time in. So 10 on top, Passity very similar, loves the sting out of the ground, but just going up a bit in weight, was given a lovely ride the other day. Might get the same again from barrier number one. Um, they certainly look to be the two. Should be good speed with Tory John gone by in the race, so they should spring out, uh, spread out, and everything should get its chance. But I think Great House on top for me. Race eight, back to the 1400 metres again, benchmark 78. Mark Roden, Koch and Soda, what's the speed like here? It looks to me a little bit busy. Uh, I'll just bring that up now. Uh... Size field. We haven't lost any stretchings today. No, not yet. Uh, look, Canasta looks the designated leader. Um, it's a big field. I suppose if things press on from out wide, they could inject a bit more speed in the race. Maybe Bombasay, who was ridden fairly positively in a trial. But there's, there's no real leader in the race apart from Canasta. You have things like Exotic Ruby, maybe Ulysses from a better draw, poking forward. The, most of the rest of them are sort of midfield to back style horses. So, uh, what, what did you make of it, mate? Yeah, I think Canastra lead. I think Ulysses will race a lot closer than did last start. Was just necked out the back and has drawn yeah. a lot better. Depends where Oakfield Missile, uh, and if it jumps, it can it can race on speed on occasion. But Bomber says another one will definitely roll forward, I would say. Um, yeah, I like uh, Ulysses here. It was just a very negative ride first up. Normally a horse who races on speed and I think from a, a better barrier here can position up much, much closer in the run. Ran a good sectional there um, coming from last in a very slowly run race. That was a very slow pace in that race. The Gravina won. They walked in front and Ulysses did a pretty good job to have a big weight and come from the back. They've taken the claim with over me here. So I think Ulysses sets up nicely. Um, away from that, I thought uh, Canasta would run well. 1,400 for lead is always a big advantage at Rose Hill, at Ramwick, I should say. But, um, look, he had his chance the other day, I suppose. Just uh, found wanting over the concluding stages. Exotic Ruby might be a chance at odds, number 13, but probably as far as enough as she wants to go. I can't see Blondo getting into the race here from that gate. He's had a pretty good run his last couple, and I'd, I'd bet around him myself. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Um yeah, I don't think there's massive value in Canasta and Ulysses, but they're the two I'd be looking to back. Um, <clears throat> Bondo getting deep, deeper into the prep now. He was obviously outstanding uh, first up. He was very good second up in defeat. And then I, last start rated OK again, but um, he was certainly beaten on his merits by uh, Cisco Bay there. Um, and as Mark touched on, the, the barrier does look pretty bad for him. Um, you mentioned on the six-metre rail, you probably want to be up and in, and he's probably going to be back wide from 16 unless I've done it or something very clever. So I agree with um, that little pot on Bondo for those reasons, I'm, and I'm left with those other two. Ulysses mapping a lot better today, and Canasta making his own luck in front, but in, yeah, I'd probably have to back both, and I'm not sure if around four, 80 and shorter is great value, but I'll wait and see tomorrow. So if the track raced like the opposite of what we're what we are predicting, we'd swing here big time and just back the other thing. Well, look, if it, I don't expect it to be, but if it did turn out to be a sweepers track, um, yeah, that'd bring Wando into it for sure. 
He just doesn't map as well as he had. His last two runs, he sort of got into a decent position about midfield, which is pretty good for him. But mm. I just I can't see him getting into that same position on Saturday. Just um, from that barrier, they're probably going to have to be negative and go right back and maybe try and rail up and, and cut through the field, I would think. And he's half a chance of just coming off anyway. He's run to a pretty good level three runs in a row now, first three runs of a prep. There's no, he's not on the up now, I think. He's, he's probably only got one way to go, and that's down. I think that's one of the most valuable lessons I ever learned gambling is look, just simplify it. Was the horse suited or not suited or even? And is it going to be suited or not suited or even? And if well, it, you're going that suited to not suited, miss. Yeah, Wando's going from even at worst and probably suited to unsuited. Yep. The lucky last 1,100-metre dash at Randwick. Benchmark 78, the rail's out six metres. What's the speed like here, Mark Sheen? Yeah, I think there's uh, there's going to be plenty of speed uh, in this race. Um, Shadow Crush will go. Snow's going to be handy. Um, Switch will go forward. Madam Legend will be there as well. So I'd, I'd expect a, a pretty good pace. What did you think, Mark? Yeah, agree. Uh, agree with all that. It looks like it should be. I mean, if the field holds up, uh, not knocked around by scratching too much, I'm expecting a good speed. Um, well, I'll go first here, shall I? Um, I thought, given that good speed, he's not the style of horse I love backing, but Hulk, I mean, he's knocking on the door. He's got. He doesn't win many because of his racing pattern, because he does get back. Um, and I expect him to be mid-back again. But from barrier two, I expect that to be the right part of the track, at least. And with any sort of clear passage, I think he gets his chance. That knock of the trace was fast run, should be a good form reference. Ooh. And this might just be his chance. I'd like to be on him. He's $4 is, I think, just backable, but um, might get better tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, away from him, uh, a couple at... Bigger odds I could give a chance to were Dunbrody Power, who does tend to get back, but has a very good turn of foot on her <clears> day. Um, haven't seen Jackson Morrison town for a while. but uh, the ask. Who is that? Um, yeah, he, he rode in Sydney for many years. Um, he was a pretty good apprentice, actually. I, I didn't know he was still riding. <laughs> I think he's pretty heavy for a jock, isn't he? And that might have restricted his opportunity. He, he wound up in Queensland for a bit as well, I'm pretty sure. But anyway... Well, this this horse you just get back on and put the spinnaker up and hopefully she can get home well. And a real wet tracker with a claim is not faint-hearted. Um, track improving track might be against uh, her or him. I'm not sure which it is. Um, but um, sting out certainly a plus for him. But um, yeah, Hulk top pick and could make cases for three and five at double figure odds. Just quickly, Malkovich heads to Caulfield. Mark Shane's pretty deadly, I reckon, when he sort of follows one south. What are we doing? Yeah, he's, that's his distance. That's his go. Just let him run. How's the track going to be there? 12 metre rail. It's raining. So, like, God, if he, if he existed or one of them existed, wouldn't know for sure, but it should be on pace. But there is there is tempo there, you know, in that race. Yeah, well, it wouldn't want to be too wet for him. I think he's probably yeah. um, slow. Slow would be as worse as he'd want. The, the 12 metre rail should be a plus four. Yeah. What about everyone blowing up about the 12 metre rail? Yeah, just a, Simon Zara was taking off, I think, yesterday. Yeah. As a punter, I, I wish I raced at like the, the 28 metre rail. <laughs> yeah, but. Definitely the, the be on pace. Are... <laughs> Get rid of half of them. 
Zara had a couple it's of okay on the Royal of Canterbury on uh, Wednesday. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yes. oh, what about the last? What about the last thing? Oh, I went at lobbed in front. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, you could have, yeah. We, we, we digress. Where were we up to? Mark Sheen okay, was Yeah, Track Pattern will uh, decide this race for me. I, I really liked Umbrody Power as a horse, but it's a back marker and we'll, they'll need to be swooping from the back. Hulk's obviously got a very good chance, but um, I've been on it plenty of times and it owes me a lot. But it has got a good barrier if it jumps. Um, Triple Ace, it's won five of its last six and they gelded it. Tough <laughs> 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 school. They're doing six out of six. <laughs> um, he's got barrier one, so if the fence is all right, he might be in a good spot. And I thought Joviality, she didn't come up last time in, but she has got some very good old form and had two very soft trials. Another one who'll, you know, it is drawn wide and they'll need to be running on. So this race, a lot to do with how the track's playing for me. If they can make ground, I'm definitely going to be on Dunroady Power. If if it's more inside, I'd, I'd be on Hulk and Triple A. So I'm, I'm sitting on the fence a little bit with the splinters uh, and Joviality from the back also, if they can make ground. Joviality, yeah. the one, the great one, gave none to at Flemington. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Well, it was in against Forbidden Love and those horses, but she just didn't come up last time. I mean, she ran a couple of group races and, and didn't flatter, but her two trials well, hasn't been asked yeah. to do much, but she looks to have gone okay. You can grey yeah. yourself up so much with Waller, though. Like, if it was drawn seven, you'd really get keen, wouldn't you? But because he's drawn wide, you're going to think no intent. Yeah, well, the six-metre six rails are worry too, Dicko. That's the only thing. Yep. But hopefully they, you know, burn along and you can run on. It sounds much like me. You struggled to get Shadow Crush and Destination as short as the market. Well, I, I just saw Shadow Crush locked in the right spot the other day, and um, Destination. I, I've still got a little bit of a question mark about him in the wet. I know he's yeah. been gelded, but um, I, I might prefer him on top of the ground. A lot will depend on how he parades. He does race well fresh normally, but um, yeah, I'd want to see him come back after he was pretty disappointing at the end of his last preparation. Best. Value and a lay if you got one, lads. Um, I, I've had something on imposing bow in the first. I know it was beaten at Newcastle last start, but the horse who beat it was having its first start from New Zealand Matterhorn, and it did one by four lengths at its previous start. And this was camped outside the lead, just left a bit of a sitting shot. So I thought uh, with a trail, imposing bow in race number one would be hard to beat. My lay is Blondo in uh, race number eight. Beauty. Um, Dicko, you would have got the notification earlier this morning for imposing bow in race one. So we've, uh, that might uh, have been when I was there. talking about before when my um, two-year-old was being dragged by the dog through the wet grass. And you, were, you were trying to get on imposing bow? <laughs> I have not done that yet, but it will be on before this is posted. <laughs> yeah, I um, it was a little bit better yesterday, uh, $758. I think six fifty is still a good price. I just have to echo what Mark said. I thought there was a really high-rating race. Uh, for a Saturday Newcastle race, that Matterhorn looked smart for me, and this thing gave it one hell of a race, and they beat the others comfortably. I think it'll lob in the right spot, and uh, assuming it handles the slightly softer track, I think it'll be very hard to beat. Great house, my best, and I don't really have a lay per se. Okay, we've also so we've got Mark Roden's full set prices, race by race. You get a little bit of narrative, but you also get accountable unit betting advice. We've got Randwick. Where else? Uh, Newcastle tomorrow. And Roberto Scurry, who is absolutely airborne, he'll try and convey what's in his head in text in a message from how the horses look, but also he'll say have X amount on 
horse Y and horse X. Uh, he's airborne, and it is a very, very valuable bit of information, Mark. You, you, you and Rob are bouncing off each other better than ever, getting better every week. Uh, mate, I, well, I'm, I'm jealous of Mark Sheen, actually, because I, I just get a phone call from Rob about five, ten minutes before each race, but no, Mark actually most weeks gets a soon in the flesh, which must be a sight to behold. Cause, well, uh, will, you, will you hover around Centennial Park too, are you, mate, with the pen? <laughs> He's on the move a lot there at the race. He's hard to pin down. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, one final thing. If you head to puttingform.com.au and subscribe to the section pro form, which is about 280 bucks a month, I'll give you a Zoom lesson for 30 minutes. So if you, if you want to do that, I'll, I'll walk you through it and get you started. It can be a little bit daunting. That's us for this week. Have a great weekend, Mark Sheen. Stay safe. Mask up. Be careful. Hopefully they let us on the track. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't not even remember what that feels like, but I, I'm envious, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll chat Monday. Go well, guys. Good luck. See you. Thanks, mate. Bye, baby.